If you're listening to this episode of the St. Kennard Files, all I can say is, I'm sorry. Welcome back to the St. Kennard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Stan Lunn, and I'm the main host tonight, but I'm not alone. I'm joined by a guest. With me tonight is... Uh, uh, Jordan Ferber. Welcome, Jordan. Oh, thank you. So, you've been on a couple uh, extra things we had on Facebook before, but this is your first actual appearance on the podcast. So, do you want to tell everyone about yourselves? About yourself, how you got into Darkwing Duck, favorite villain episode, you know, stuff like that? Well, I got it. I watched Darkwing Duck in early in the 90s as a kid, but. I didn't really get really into Darkwing Duck until until the uh, the early 2010s, and then I went back and started researching as much of it, of it as I could. And let's cool. see, for a favorite villain, probably Negaduck is my favorite villain. Nice, and you have good taste. I don't really know what what would be my favorite episode. Probably, yeah. actually, now that I think of it, probably um, uh, Time and Punishment. Probably is my favorite. That's a good one. And do you have a favorite Darkwing item in your collection, out of curiosity? Uh, it's a toss-up between the the uh, the Darkwing Duck NES game, which I have in the box, and the the uh, six the uh, the twelve inch uh, playmates figure. That one is definitely a gem. Took me a mm-hmm. long time to get that one for my collection. Yeah. So before we start uh, our review, because we're doing a comic review today, but we do have a little bit of Darkwing news. Uh, when this episode drops, uh. Like, a day or two after, issue three of the Dynamite Darkwing comic should be coming out. And obviously, me and Mike will work to get that out to you folks as soon as we can. Also, later this month, the Dynamite Select uh, Darkwing Duck statue should be coming out. You mean that Diamond Select? Or Diamond Select. Yeah, did I say Dynamite Select? Yeah, you said yeah, yeah. I've got dynamite comets on the brain, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Did you end up ordering one of those or no? Um, not yet. I'm I'm probably gonna get it, but I just gotta free up some some uh, cap space first. Yeah, I hear you on that. I think my Disney afternoon shelf is going to have to turn into a ducks and bears shelf for a while. Yeah. I'm going to have to move some stuff around. Yeah. So today we are reviewing an old Darkwing comic from Disney Adventures, but it is one that actually has a little bit of a root in the series since it actually has an idea in it that was used in the Darkwing episodes before. We are talking about Hero for a Day. This was in Disney Adventures October 1992. The cover had uh, Beast and some girl. I don't know who she is. Uh, I 
think it might be Blossom because the cover says Blossom, comma, Mark Paul, plus other tops on TV. So I'm assuming it's Blossom. Uh, this comic was written by Doug Gray, who we've talked about a few times, and the pencils were done by John Blair Moore, who we've talked about before. So do you want to tell the folks why this comic is a bit similar to an episode, or should we just cover that when we get to that part? I think we can, we can probably uh, cover that when we get to it. Fair enough. Uh, do you want to take the lead on the start, or should I? Oh, sure, I'll take the, I'll take the lead. All right. So how do we start this thing? Well, it starts off with Darkwing pointing a pie gun directly at the reader. Yes, with a title in the. Yeah. And is it just me or does he, do his dialogue, does it sound more like Negaduck? Yeah, I was surprised at how, how threatening it was at first. Yeah, telling uh, his victim that, ask him any last words before I send you off on an all expenses paid dinner date with Elvis. But who's he aiming this uh, this pie gun at? It turns out he's pointing it at Launchpad, since Launchpad is his uh, guinea pig. And what does Launchpad have to say about... Uh, what are Launchpad's last words? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry? That's it? What kind of wimpy last words are those? Darkwing's almost too embarrassed to blast him. Almost. And should point out that we've actually seen this weapon before, haven't we? Yes, we have. Now, it's slightly different, but it's very close to the pie gun from uh, from Just Us Justice Ducks. Yeah. That they're testing it in, in, a, in Shush. Yeah. So... Darkwing shoots Launchpad with a pie, a rhubarb pie, no less, which apparently gives Launchpad hives. I guess he's allergic. I, and also Darkwing doesn't care. Yeah. He does have a point, though. He's like, if he filled it with his favorite, he might be dripping all the time. The Launchpad points out, well, he's end up dripping. Also love this little line where he's like, what would you rather do? Save the entire free world from evil and decay or eat pie? What kind of pie? So Darkwing is, you know, training Launchpad to take over in situations where he can't be around. And they're doing, you know, role, role play. Like Darkwing was obviously playing it being the villain. And... You know, then they switch roles, so... Or, wait, no, they don't switch roles. I, what happens here? Now, oh, uh, Launchpad gets to threaten Lo Darkwing with the uh, pie gun. Okay, so they did switch roles. It was a little yeah. odd. Though, for some reason, and from somewhere, an anvil comes down and crunches Launchpad in the head. That's gotta hurt. Yeah. And then Darkwing... Shuffles Launchpad onto the next part of the to their next lesson, Com with the anvil still stuck in his head. 
So in the next one, the next part we get here, Darkwing is uh, pretending to be the helpless victim. Having stayed late at the office, I go home later than usual and unwittingly decide to cut through this dark alley. But he has uh, someone filling in for the role of the of a villain called the Back Alley Bushwhacker. Who's he got filling in? Goslin's supersized teddy bear. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Goslin had a supersized teddy bear. And as the bear starts to fall on him, Darkwing's like, help, oh, help. Is there possibly a caped mystery man in the vicinity? And Launchpad replies, why, yes, I am terrible flapping in the night. I am the mailman who returns your letters for insufficient postage or because the address got smudged. Don't I get cream by the time I say all that? So what happens next? Well, to help Darkwing get the bear off, he just punts it in the air. But unfortunately for Darkwing, comes right back down land and crushes him. Yep. I guess that thing weighs quite a bit. Yeah. Which, honestly, I can kind of see. I actually found a free bear near my house one day. One of them giant, like, five foot tall stuffed ones and I have to say it was quite a chore for me to get that home so I could see how this thing could uh could crush someone if they f- if it fell on him and the fact that it would be too heavy for Launchpad to lift so he has to go to, and get uh Goslin and Honker to, to help yeah yes he does so and they do... say, it is a really good reaction of Darkwing looking up and seeing the bear coming back down that's a really good uh, reaction drawing. yeah Oh, yeah. Definitely looks out of the show. I can even hear Darkwing going, rats. Heck, even Darkwing's hurt dialogue, I can I can definitely hear Jim Cummings saying it. Look and what and come back here, you dip. So, yeah. Uh, LP goes and gets uh, Goslin and Honker, and they get, you know, Drake back to the house. And he is looking very worse for wear. Yeah. And Goslin doesn't look too happy either. Oh, she looks furious. Yeah. You better have insurance, that's all I can say. It was an accident. I didn't intentionally scoosh him like an overripe yam. But Drake's trying to say something, isn't he? Yep. He's having, he's having a little bit of trouble. Yeah, but he does eventually get it out. Uh, what's he trying to say to him? Must fight crime. Yep. And I will say this bit of dialogue from Goslin doesn't quite fit. Don't you see? It's his super conscience. He can't relax knowing St. Canard is unprotected. Not sure Gos would say that, but it's not too out yeah. of character, I guess. But Honker... No, Honker seems to have an idea. Yeah. He he thinks... He suggests that Launchpad protect the city tonight. Yeah, you know, It looks like they got a plan now. Yep. Yeah, of course, LP's like, me? Are you sure? 
but I'm only a co-star. I can't carry a feature. Stand-ins have to stand in sometime. Now that's something Goslin would say. Yeah. And they even have a costume for Launchpad to fit into. A Darkwing costume that was specially made back when DW put on a few pounds. And you know, apparently, it's... I guess Launchpad... I guess it was, a little, it was a little loose even for Launchpad. Yeah. DW must have been quite the little butterball there for a while. So, seeing LP in the Darkwing costume, we know where this is coming yeah. from, don't we? Yeah, we... we, we you want to fill the listeners in on what episode had a... Uh, I think there's actually two of them, in fact, that had Launchpad donning a Darkwing suit. Wasn't one of them a duck by any other name? I believe so, and I believe the other one was Double Dark Wings. Yeah. Right? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. If we're if we're mistaken, I'm sure someone will let us know in the comments. Yeah. So they all pile into the rat catcher. Well, obviously minus Drake, and I have yeah. to say, uh, LP managed to get Drake's helmet on. Yeah, looks, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, Honker says they probably won't even see a litter bug, but a cry for help uh, shatters that idea. So, what do they uh, see happening? Or rather, first off, what do they hear someone saying? Well, someone yelling, is yelling help. Well, yeah, but then after that, the guy in the alleyway saying, this is what I get for working later than usual and then cutting through a, this dark alley. Is there possibly a caped mystery man in the vicinity? Wow, I guess DW can see the future. Yeah. So we get another uh, oddball entrance from Launchpad, and I love this one. I flap terribly in the night. I am a plumber who unplugs your bonk. I knew I'd never have time to say all that. And now we run into the back alley bushwhacker. Yep. Apparently it wasn't just a made-up villain. He's uh, he's a real villain here. So the bushwhacker grabs LP by the throat and throws him into a wall. We should probably uh, describe the what he looks like. Well, yeah. You want to take this one? Oh, sure. He's a dog. He's a... A dog with a looks like a like a green jumpsuit with the with the like Outback Adventure type of hat with the like the Beagle Boys type of mask. Yeah, like I would say he kind of looks like an oversized Beagle Boy who's wearing an Australian hat. Yeah, and he, he also has an Australian accent. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm I'm gonna step on your neck three or four hundred times. So, LP uh, has an idea. He asks the the uh, brawler or not brawler, a bushwhacker, to help him find a lost contact, and then clonks him on the head with a two by four. Well, that didn't work, did it? 
But Goslin has an idea, don't she? Looks like she uh, remembered to bring the the pie gun. Yeah. Hmm. Where'd this come from? Oh well, never look a gift bazooka in the mouth. I always say. Any last words before I improve your aerodynamics? And I'm what sorry. Launch pad? Yeah. <laughs> Which causes the bad guy to laugh his his uh, head off because he never expected to hear someone just apologize. Which then gives Launchpad the opportunity to uh, turn the tables on him and use the use it against him. Yep, he manages to crawl over to the pie thing, which is facing the villain, and shoot a pie, a cherry pie no less, all over the guy. So we cut back to the Mallard house, and Drake's up and about, though he still doesn't look that good. But good enough to speak in coherent sentences. Yep. So he asks the launch pad if he's ready for another lesson. Which the launch pad has had enough of lessons. Yeah. So what does Drake say here? Don't be ridiculous. You can't have enough lessons. You need to keep an edge. What if you ran into someone like the back alley bushwhacker and you weren't ready? And Johnson reveals, that big sissy launch pad captured him last night. And Honker adds in, yeah, and he only got to beat up a little. And that shocks Drake to the core. What? Really? You? Him? And Launchpad replies with, oh, it wasn't that hard. I'd be happy to give you a few lessons. So how do we wrap this up? All right, all right. Don't get snotty. Now let's go. I got to see how you caught a big guy like the Bushwhacker, partner. And LP finishes off by saying, great, and you can show me where that anvil came from. So that's where we wrap that comic up. Uh, what do you think of this one? I thought it was a fun story. Yeah? Yeah. And the he, one thing that, that really uh, impressed me was actually how expressive the art is. Oh, that's John Blair Moore for her. Yeah, he does an incredible job. And coming off the Dynamite Comics uh, uh, art, this is like a... A breath of fresh air. Yeah, yes, exactly. A breath of fresh air. How how expressive the characters are. Yeah, and every single one is brand new art. There are no recycled shots from the show. And a lot of the expressions I can see Darkwing doing in the show... Without it coming off his feeling as uh, copy and pasted. Yeah. Are there any uh, particular things that stood out to you? Well, aside from like how expressive the characters are in the, in the character art. Like any. The, particular... the main thing is like I I can hear uh, like. Darkwing and like Launchpad and stuff. As I'm reading the deck, I could hear Jim Cummings and uh, Terry McGovern through, like through the dialogue. Yeah. So, if you were to rate this on a scale of one to five, what 
what rating would you give this one? I would give it a, a three and a half, I think. All right. I personally thought it was a very good comic myself. I loved, you know, the the mix between the humor and and whatnot. You know, I thought the art is very well done. There's bits of it that definitely they just scream. That's what Darkwing would do in Troves. I love the twist that the Bushwhacker turns out to be a real villain that Launchpad ends up catching him. Uh, if on the uh, gas gun scale for me, I think I'd rate this one also a three and a half. I've read better comics, but I've also read way worse comics. It has a good story. It keeps you engaged for the whole thing. Yeah, it's a, the thing that really part of it what, what brings it down for me is that some of the uh, the miscolorings bring it down. Miscolorings? Yeah. Uh, which ones? Like for example, on the second page, Darkwing, Darkwing's uh, outfit turns blue, and then in the next page, it's back to normal again. Stuff, stuff like that. And of course, they didn't color in like his eye, his like his uh, like the part on his eyes. They kept it white when he's when he's blinking and stuff when it's supposed to be colored in. Yeah, I'm I'm not seeing any uh, blue outfit here fairly dark purple but you are right about the eyelids they yeah. i definitely see uh there are certain panels like that but at least his mask is colored the whole time yeah it's like, like, it's, like it's small things get that yeah like it's like it's small things that add up type of thing so yeah that was a hero for a day you know I definitely recommend for anyone that hasn't read that one to track that down. It also a bit of the, um, the the bushwhacker too. He's the he's kind of like a not really that much of a villain. Yeah. Oh, actually, good segue. I almost forgot. It's been so long since I've done one of these and have had a new villain to rate. So, what would you rate the bushwhacker? Is like out of uh, five. Uh, yep. I probably have to give him a two and a half. All right. And for what reasons? Well, aside from just being like a, a kind of just he, he doesn't really have like any like plan or anything. He's he's just like a like just like a, like a thug basically. Yeah. And his outfit is just like a green jumpsuit with like nothing really. The only thing that makes him unique is that he's Australian, pretty much. Yeah. So you do two and a half. Yeah, I do the yeah, two and a half. I actually will give the Bushwhacker a three. I really like you know, uh, the humor that comes from him, you know. And the fact that he's Australian actually is a neat little thing. I don't think we got many Australian vil villains in Darkwing. Uh, he doesn't really do much, unfortunately, you know, since he only shows up in the last, like, four pages. But, you know, his his presence is still kind of felt throughout since they had the training thing earlier that mentioned him. So it is, it was a nice surprise to find out that he actually was a real villain that was lurking around. 
but he was defeated rather easily. I mean, if Launchpad could do it, obviously DW would have had little trouble. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before uh, we wrap up, do you have any uh, anything you want to plug, like YouTube channel or places people can find you if you want them to? Well, I have my YouTube channel, uh, Tune Logic Studios, which I do. I make like AMVs and and uh, like mini animated shorts and mini comics, and I occasionally do uh, comic or toy reviews. Yep. I will say for anyone listening that Jordan has a review of both Dynamite Issue 1 and Dynamite Issue 2 for Darkwing Duck. And I'm assuming once Issue 3 comes out, you will have a review up within a few weeks. Yeah. All right. And I guess I'll plug my uh, YouTube channels again, DMC Jedi Man and DMC Jedi Man Gaming. Uh, In terms of shout-outs... I'll start with shout-outs, but I also want to ask you after if you have any, but I want to give a shout-out to two people. Uh, first off, I want to give a shout-out to Will Santana, since anyone who saw Will's recent flash quack, obviously Will didn't shout himself out, so I'm going to take care of that one and shout him out. And I will also give a shout-out to uh, Felicia uh, McInair. Mackin- Is that how you say her last name? Jordan, uh, I think is it McNamara. Yeah, because that was one other name I noticed Will didn't read out in his uh, shout out. So Felicia, if you're hearing this, this is also a shout out to you. You know, we always still uh, think about you, and hopefully you'll join us again. You know, in one of our chats someday. Uh, Jordan, do you have any shout outs to give? Uh, well, I think I have two. The first one is to Tim Partridge, who's a a big Darkwing fan. He also did. He also has made a really, a really well done uh, Darkwing retrospective that's on Oliver Harper's YouTube channel. And the the second one is for Lyle Convoy Reviews, who's who's a another really big Darkwing Duck fan, who also does toy reviews as well. All right, so shout outs to to Lyo and to uh, Tim as well. So, we are the uh, Sanctimard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google, iTunes, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Reddit, and YouTube, and any other podcast apps you like. Uh, we'll be back with more of our regular scheduled programming next time. But until the uh, next time, I hope you all stay dangerous and try to avoid any random falling anvils. Yeah, because you, you never know. might just be sorry if you don't. Yep. Bye, everybody. Yep, goodbye. <laughs>